Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Chat of the Wild is part of the HyperX Podcast Network. To find out more information and other great shows, go to podcast.hyperx.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Chat of the Wild. Choo choo. Uh, <laughs> choo choo. <laughs> choo choo, Magoo. Uh, this episode, we will not be joined by BZ. He unfortunately uh, was not able to hang out with us for this episode, but he will be caught up and ready to talk more about his train adventures with all of us in the next episode. Yeah, he didn't hit the, the, the switch at the, uh, at the right uh, junction. So uh, he, he he's got to turn into, around. Yeah. yeah, it's this whole thing. It's really weird. Uh, in our last episode, we got a really annoying item uh, in, in our first dungeon. <laughs> and it has a yeah, name, Jeremy. It's what is it? The blower? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm sure it has a name. It's called the It Blows 2000. <laughs> so okay before we get into like this i mean this this is will be a pretty straightforward episode uh we we beat the first dungeon all of that uh do either of you guys remember like all the items we get in here not at all in the first mm-hmm. just in the game in general because like oh I, no no i'd okay, forgotten even good. getting the blower. i remember one i remember <laughs> one of them like, i think like one of the later ones that's pretty wild, but okay, let's yeah, don't don't spoil that because yeah, like, yeah. that, that's the thing. Like we we've come across a few things here uh, where uh, there's like a hanging thing that looks like we'll definitely get like a grapple hook, mm. right? We'll do a thing that we can swing across chasms, but I keep seeing things where they're on a higher level, and I just cannot figure out like, am I supposed to be able to get up here right now? Mm-hmm. Um. And so I'm assuming we're going to get some kind of item that's just going to pop us up a level. The, Something uh, the like pogo that. stick. A pogo stick. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Well, it could just be like, because um, there's a mechanic here where we can stand on Zelda's back when she has taken over a buddy. Oh, you know what? Maybe that's it. Mm. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, what we're doing in this episode that's a good segue uh, thank you brian we we have to uh go back to the we we go back to the tower we unlock the first force gym thing the shrine Mm -hmm. 
which then put the first chunk back onto the Tower of Spirits. So we mm-hmm. got to go back to the Tower of Spirits. Uh, run past weird uh, train grandma and bomb up the yes. stairs. <laughs> well, well. So I was gonna say uh, we do get a scene where the we get bomb trains that appear on the tracks now that we have to avoid. Oh yeah, they've, uh, they've those things. They've transformed into. A, a more cartoonish train that looks like a yeah like a like a bomb heading towards us. It's just it has like that dark blue color to it that's very similar to the bombs. I guess that's mm-hmm. the only reason I really equate it. It's got like a fa- yeah them. yeah exactly. It looks Does like that the sort really of thing that like Wiley Coyote would be driving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure, or it would have sent at it. Yeah, it, it <laughs> sort of has almost a tor- torpedo like mm-hmm. shape to it, but it's it's it looks like the bomb the color of bombs in Zelda. Yeah. So I got hit by one of those. Oh, yeah. And it sent me all the way back to the dungeon. And so that took a while, and that was very frustrating. So the second time that I did it, I literally made sure to stop at the other stops. I'm like, I'm not doing anything here, but I'm going to go here so that when I, if I do get hit, I don't get kicked back as far. Yeah. yeah, yeah, <laughs> did, yeah. That, did that work, or did you not get killed? I again? didn't get hit a second time, okay. so I was fortunate in that way. I think it's because when I got, every time I would get to one of the other stops, those trains would reset back to the exact same spot each time. Um. And so I was able to just get around them that way. It was just my path was a little tighter than theirs this time, so I was able to to work my way around them. Something annoying I, I discovered about them is that the um, the reverse speed that you have on your train, mm-hmm. um, if you find yourself actually, hang on a minute, I'm going to come head on with one of these, and you go into reverse, you you reverse slower than they're accelerating, so mm. it's almost redundant because if you if you're in the point where you need to reverse, you're not going to have enough time to reverse before it hits you anyway. You've, yeah. you've already, you've already done ruined it. If yeah, you're at exactly. that point. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, uh, I learned that the hard way. Do, do they have a uh, uh, multiple speeds like we do uh going you know forward speed. i don't think so i think they just go on a they just have a loop and they just okay. go on that loop. yeah i wouldn't be surprised if there were like red ones later on in the game that go faster that's true. um i also, yeah, I also like think that would happen yeah that's that's a good point also uh i think it's weird that um they just restart in the same spot I, i'm gonna try and pay attention to that going forward but I, I may not be 100% on that, but I'm fairly certain Maybe that in the first was area, the case. Yeah. Um, something we have not talked about yet on episode three is the music of this game. And holy crap, do I love this overworld music when it's you're on this train. Mm-hmm. so good. It is so It means that you don't mind getting back on the train. <laughs> Which like, is quite it is, I mean, let's not take it too far. <laughs> what it, the, the the song is a a sort of new version of is it the Gerudo Desert? It feels like if you mix Gerudo like the Gerudo Valley theme with the um uh Windfall Island theme from Wind Waker, if you mix those two together, because it's got the sort of rhythmic thing of like the Wind Waker, um then it's using a similar sort of scale to uh, Gerudo. And I don't normally do this. Let's go ahead and I'm going to cut some of that music in here right now because it's that good. Man, that's good. I'd say it's a style. 
I'd say it's a style parody more than a direct parody, but uh, you know, I can see how that uh, you, you, you know how like the Zelda Dare song to be the, stupid is a Devo song. They they you can always find on the did you know gaming things where they're just like, oh, did you know that this song here is actually a slowed down version of this mm-hmm. year and all that? Like Zelda has done that forever. Like the the um, uh, Skyward Sword theme song was like the Zelda's Lullaby in reverse. Mm-hmm. Uh, like if you played it backwards, they're the same song, or it's the same song as that. The uh, uh, they the, do that a lot. The start, the, the the iconic start menu music from Ocarina of Time is uh, I forget what that is. Yeah, there was something down, else with that but too. Like yes, something bad slowed down or something like that. Like it, it's like not game over music because that's the uh, that's the 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 screen selector or whatever. That was but, like the fairies song, the fairy fountain song. Um, or, yeah. Well, or so, on, yeah. It, it's something, it's something, uh, yeah, it's something like negative from an old, older game. And it's like, when you slow it down, it's just perfect and beautiful and awesome. Either way needed to bring that up because mm-hmm. it's always been, you know, that was the, one of the redeeming things with the last game was as much as I hated playing the game i loved listening to it like mm-hmm. that was at least the thing that would keep me going through all of that and yeah this overworld song in the first area is just so nice and it's so good it's so crucial because you spend so much time on that bit it's like the the great mm-hmm. sea theme in wind waker you know every time you launch into mm-hmm. a thing and you just get that um you know the theme swells mm-hmm. up it's just like oh you don't mind just getting back out on the sea again and back onto your train and mm-hmm. choo-chooing away yes <laughs> <laughs> so uh we got to go back to the spirit tower uh when you when you get up there you can go see uh Anne Jean and she's just like okay good you did the thing go upstairs oh, yeah yeah we're up there where we gotta do stuff uh we do see when we get into that little spiral tower in the middle that it's even longer now I went back through the first one because I was like maybe there's something I can get now there wasn't no uh because there's there were at least two treasure chests that we weren't able to reach yet. There's okay. also a bombable area. Okay. So once we get bombs, you know, I talked about like, oh, what items are we getting? Are we going to get bombs? Yeah, we're going to get bombs. Um, we kind of get bombs in this episode. Kind of. Uh, we go all the way up there, and then when we get to the new area, uh, the first thing that Zelda mentions is that it's really hot in there and that she does oh. not want to get into a suit. And I was like, Oh, you telling me <laughs> we're you, the only thing you've been able to do is get into a suit and help out, and you're going to be like, "Nope, it's too hot. I can't do it." She's <laughs> sounds, like, sounds like a Scooby Doo villain. Like, I don't want to put the mask on. I get like, just, <laughs> it just all goes down my ah, oh, just goes, it, it pools in the back of my head. It's like you're a ghost. You don't sweat. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> just, just think for a second there. Come on. Um, I like the fact that you're given the dialogue option to say, um, you've got to do it, though. <laughs> right. You know why Come we're on. here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, the reality is that she's still going to do it the exact same as before. It, it does, like, in a way, it's fun because it gives her more character. Um, you know, we haven't had Zelda tagging along with us in a game before. Mm-hmm. Who knew she was so chatty? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, uh, well, you, you always have to have a chatty thing tagging along with you. So true, true. It, yeah, just made out. it Zelda this time. Yeah. Um, yes. I li- I do like that. You know, you get to that effect also a little bit of the same for Link, where because he's just he has some cheeky responses in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it. 
And yeah, man, I mean, we'll we'll see what the game has for me, but I'm really liking this game a lot more than the last one just because of how weird and quirky this world is. Like we have we have removed ourselves a bit further from the the standard Zelda stuff. Like this is why like games like Majora's Mask and Link's Awakening are like my favorite ones because they've removed themselves enough away where they're like we don't necessarily need the staples that we've we've had in other Zelda games. So let's just get real weird with it. And I'm hoping that that continues on in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, so we get into here. It's a lava lava level. Let's just say. And when you uh, get your first, and I got hit by one of them because the the first room we go into, there are two of the um, dark nuts, and I right. ended up getting seen by one of them because you still have to collect your three golden things every time we go into a new set of levels in the tower. The first room is, I assume, is always going to be the collect Zelda the three room. tiers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I get forgot that as well. Fair. I just went straight in and, and, and chopped the back of him. And I was like, what? <laughs> uh, oh, that didn't happen. Whoops. Oh, yeah. That <laughs> it's awkward the then, isn't it? Because you just got to say, yeah. oh, I'm really sorry about that. We've had a, yeah. we had a terrible misunderstanding. I really thought that when I hit you, you wouldn't mind. And then I'd be able to possess <laughs> you. I'm really sorry. Um, can you let me go this? <laughs> I would love to have that animated. Just have Link saying this. And then the Dark Nose is just like... <laughs> well, I'm sorry. How can how can how can I make this better? But no, you get all those, and then you get powered up, and then she makes a joke about like, "Oh, I'll just pretend I'm in a sauna," right? Like, you know, yeah, like, whatever you gotta do. You do Zelda. that. Does she feel things? I mean, like, uh, that I would suck, right? As a I, ghost, I, I like, think that would really suck. But uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, w- what do you feel? Do you taste? Do you smell? Um, I mean, it would be terrifying, really, to just not have any of your senses, right? Like, that's like being in a coma kind of thing, right? Or like just being, like, I don't know. Anyway, that's I'm getting scared here, here, Jeremy. <laughs> yeah, you've got to remember, it's a lot later here in the UK where we're recording. I, I'm not ready to go to bed with this stuff in my head. In my head. <laughs> Let me tell you stories about sleep paralysis, Jonathan. Oh, no, no, please you, don't. You know, hey, you know, Jeremy, you want to race to the bottom of the ocean with me? Uh, so back back to this video game that we're here to talk about. Uh, <laughs> I like so, James. Uh, this one, this one, it, it does some more interesting things. It gives us some new mechanics. Uh, one, Zelda can walk through lava when she's in her phantom form. I mean, so can the, really, well, so I, can don't, the phantoms. I, don't, I don't need to explain that further, right? If we're doing anything with Zelda gameplay-wise, she's in her phantom uh, darknet form. Right, right. It's So it's she, uh, she can walk Zelda, through lava. Dark Zelda nut. <laughs> No. Mm, no. No. We're just going to say Zelda shorthand. Uh, she can walk through fire, walk through lava. When she's in lava and also on a lower level than you, she doesn't necessarily have to be in lava. When she is one level below you, you can jump on top of her shield mm-hmm. and then you can, she can carry you around. That's, an, that's important. She, she puts her shield above her head and you stand on the shield because it's a giant metallic a uh, creature standing in molten rock. So, um, yeah. you know, hot pretty that, quick. Yeah, you know, conductive uh, heat. Uh, we do come <laughs> across uh, some interesting new enemy types where we have a um, what a, what a, a blin, 
a blend on top of one of the mm. bouncing. What were those things? What were those ones called in the Wind Waker? The, those, those are were the, the Armos. The Armos, yes. Those are so Armos ha- with a mini blend on top with a a a, a demon. A lot, a living statue with spikes all around the bottom of it that hops towards you and screams with a I demon noise standing make, on though. top of it. But the noise they make is great, where they're like, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, yeah, the mini blend is also that you've got you've got one of the more annoying creatures because of their high pitched noise that they make, and then nee, sitting nee, on nee, top nee. of another creature oh. that makes a really low pitched noise. Yeah. Uh, that is notable in this world. Oh, but you can play a game of uh, what, what's that called? Like chicken, right? Where <laughs> you played in a pool where you get a friend on top of your shoulders and you're trying to push each other off. Kind of. Thing. Oh, is that what you were supposed to do? That makes perfect <laughs> sense. <laughs> what did you do, Brian? Well, I was just like, no, I'm done with you guys. Yeah. No, I'm not you playing any games. I mean, like, I like mini blends. Uh, like in spite of how much they terrify me. So usually I'm just like, that's a mini blend. I'm glad that there's only one of you and I will yeah, now at depart least they don't, your presence. They don't appear out of your blind spots. Yeah, exactly. You don't have <laughs> to spin around to load all of them real fast. Yeah, that's the that's the literal like explanation of how mini blends would show up in Wind Waker is, is mm. wherever you're not looking, oh. that's where they are. Yeah, and over the wall as well. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we 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 use these to go across lava, go across fire, um, and really, I mean, that's that's kind of all we do in here. We use our blower to hit some triggers here and there to blow to, some to things off of a thing. shelf. Um, the same thing that we did last time. Yeah, I mean, it, blow keys it affects- from places where we can't reach to places where we can, and. And this is effectively working as a worse boomerang from mm-hmm. the first game, mm-hmm. uh, where you have to you have to trigger it by blowing at the screen. You didn't have to do that with the boomerang, uh, but you would still use the boomerang to catch things from a distance to either move them somewhere else or bring them back to you. This one you're using the blower to like blow keys off of sh- shelves or they, something like that. They gave us too much power too early. Um, I will say that I think that the boomerang in uh phantom hourglass is is definitely one of the better boomerangs in a zelda game it is super i mean you know especially within the context of the game that it comes from like link's awakening obviously number one because it just kills everything but um there you know as far as a very effective zelda game boomerangs uh that phantom hourglass one certainly tears up the screen well, a, a, a fun fact is that we wouldn't have an all-touch Zelda if it wasn't for the boomerang. The boomerang was the was the thing that committed them to being like, we're going to make this whole game touch only. So it's the worst boomerang. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah, it's not just the boomerang. It's what the boomerang stands for. I, uh, yeah, I had, a, I had an issue later in this episode where I was trying to tap to, to run through a timed section, and I just... Kept activating my blower because <laughs> it's in the top of the screen, and yeah. Mm. Uh, so uh, we do have a fight against a a merman 
in this here. Is that, right that's there, Merman. The Zora. There's Zora. The Zora Merman. They, I think they're technically Zoras. I think they're Zora. The um, Zora Warriors. Yeah, and we team up with Zelda. And so if you remember in the last game when you fought these things, you needed to you use your boomerang up. Uh, oh. to circle back around and stun them, and then you could hit them. This one, you have to clumsily <laughs> tell Zelda to do that, to hit him from some angle so that you can then go around and hit him on his back where he's exposed. Mm. And it is, I was like, okay, I'm fighting alongside Zelda. This is what we're doing. And in theory on paper, I love this. You know, if you're telling me, oh, in this game, you're going to fight alongside Zelda. Mm -hmm. Great. Cool. You're also, they're both going to share the same input commands. Yeah. So (laughs) it's um, like, it's like doing a a turn-based battle in real time. (laughs) <laughs> it did it did remind me of there is a final fantasy 12 uh ds game that is a real-time strategy game that you do that with oh. is that revenant wings or something is that yes yeah. yes it reminded me of that but like a worse uh, obviously a much worse version mm. so so i haven't been able to to stream me playing this but but i have a. Uh, sat in the discord I, th- i've been doing that like kind of just popping into the discord uh voice channel and while i play it just be like hey if anyone wants to hang out you know whatever um and i said yesterday when i got done with this section like um i'm uh, tomorrow i'm going to get to the show because i'm very much hoping that i just i missed the easy way to make this all work and I'm going to be like, hey, I had a lot of trouble fumbling around with the awkwardness of this fight. What did I do wrong, guys? And and I was like, I'm probably going to get an answer back that's like, no, that was how that was us, too. Yeah. 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 So it also it also just now reminds me of like old mech games, like tactical mech games where you would input your commands before uh, uh, a phase would go. Where that that was like a thing where you would be like, all right, I want to move forward, go to the left, then it's going to attack. And then you'll be like, all right, submit that movement thing. And you do that with Zelda where you're like, you're drawing the line she's going to go in. And you want to just be like, I want you to attack him. And you can be like, I did. But she's like, okay, attack him after I walk in this weird crescent shape that you did. I'm like, no, the crescent's not important. (laughs) That wasn't the important part of what I was telling you. Yeah, I know. And she's like, I'm going to get stuck on the stairs because you didn't give me a wide enough gap around them. And it's just like, Zelda, no. Uh, One other uh, mechanic that we didn't mention with Zelda is that she will still get scared by rats. Oh, right. And so that did happen in the first uh, spirit temple rooms. Uh, There's a part where there's rats and she will not fight them. You get her to fight big enemies, but she won't really deal well with the tiniest enemies she she didn't get scared off by there were keys in this area she didn't get yeah. scared off by them it's only it's only the do, rats but she didn't do anything about them no i i was able to highlight them as a uh a, you know an action you know presumably the interact action um <laughs> but uh she didn't like it didn't, didn't matter how uh, i tried to because it, it would it would highlight them if you had drawn some form of a line. And so I made a one 
unit line. So there was barely any arrow hanging off of Zelda and waited for the keys to come by and hit it and let go and see, like, if I do it perfectly, will she interact with it? If it's, like, one frame away from, one pixel away from her. And and no, like, still nothing happened. Like, so I was like, this isn't, okay, nothing's going to happen here. So we do all that, and then we get the next piece of map, and that will lead us on to the winter area. Piece of map. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I mean, I don't hate these, the tower things, but um, they just, they don't do it for me the way the the Temple of the Ocean King did. I mean, it's not fun, is it? I mean, (laughs) I don't think anybody can say that this, this is the most fun you can have yeah it's just, just you know i mean I, something that i think would help massively is just having the camera a little bit further back um and then it, it's just it's just that it's that lack of clarity and that lack of precision which is so frustrating because like you said in in theory we've got no problem with the concept of what's happening here and if there was just a little bit more ai going on to say like like you said you know clearly if i've said go and attack this this enemy i want you to go the quickest way to attack it don't don't go where i told you don't walk Mm -hmm. into this wall don't do this it's or 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 at the very least uh you know don't you know don't chase stay on your path if your path ever at any point during this entire path intersects with this particular thing then interact with that thing and then if that thing goes away or whatever you go on yeah but like, yeah, something that made inconsistent. It's inconsistent. Mm, yeah. At least that fight. At least this fight was, and, and a couple other ones. So we're gonna take a quick break. When we get back, we'll see what's going on in the winter section. Hi, it's me, Jeremy Parrish, co-host of the Retronauts podcast, the only video game history podcast that's been around so long. It's also a part of video game history. Every week, one of the motley rabble who hosts this show leads a deep dive into the past, whether it's to break down a classic franchise, learn more about a timeless game from its creator, or just wallow in nostalgia. Relive history with Retronauts, here on the HyperX Podcast Network. The Pugilist Punches Porcupines Coming soon to HyperX.com, HP.com, and more fine retailers. The HyperX Cloud Alpha Wireless. The Cloud Alpha Wireless gets up to 300 hours of battery life, which means you could listen to my sultry voice read this copy 36,000 times on one charge. The dual chamber drivers, enhanced by premium DTS Headphone X spatial audio, provide reduced distortion, allowing you to hear audio cues with pinpoint precision. Up to 300 hours of battery, two chambers, zero wires. The new HyperX Cloud Alpha Wireless. End of read script. Take a time machine back to before the world went to hell around the year 2000. The 80s and 90s were so rad. The movies, the music, the TV, the games. That's what I want to talk about. If you're cool enough, join us and listen to Less Than 2000. Because that's all we talk about. Adam and Chad live Less Than 2000. Now part of the HyperX Podcast Network. All right, we are back. Now, as soon as we leave the Tower of Spirits, some boars appear and start attacking us. Boars? Yeah. Um, And basically, Zelda is just like, 
I don't know what's going on. Maybe Alfonso <laughs> can help us out. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Scripted boar attack. <laughs> Thank goodness the the castle is right here. Yes. Alfonso uh, will tell us what to do about the boars. Did uh when did you find either... him? I didn't yeah, I didn't have problem. I mean, I remember where he was. Oh, I'm I'm terrible for remembering things like that. It took me ages. Really? I was okay. uh this I was all over the castle place. is <laughs> Obtuse. <laughs> this castle. Fortunately, there's very little going on in it. Like, there's nothing there's happening. Like, it yeah. all looks the same, but there's like so many offshoots and rooms and branching paths. And the only place like, I knew where to go was Zelda's room because I had that marked. So I thought mm-hmm. he might be chilling out in there. I mean, I'm, I don't know. <laughs> I would have questions. Exactly. So why, exactly. Why are you be. waiting in here? He's, he's uh, guarding the Triforce of Wisdom. Yeah. Did either of you stop by the building in the castle town where you could basically do the first dungeon all over again? Yep, I did. Um, oh, is that what that building? I didn't go in there because I was like, I remember that not having much to do in there. And it's stuff like a little things. mini mini cruel labyrinth. Uh, yeah, type it's thing. The, it's the battle dungeon. Uh, you know, you you go on. You go up the stairs to all these different levels mm-hmm. where you just fight enemies. You don't get hearts back. It's it's actually sort of the... It, it's been a staple of many of the Zelda games mm-hmm. where typically you go down. You go down these flights and then at the bottom there's a heart piece or something for you down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- this one, it's... Yeah, you do all that and then it culminates with you fighting the big beetle boss mm-hmm. that we fought in the first dungeon over again. Um and when you do it, you get a heart container. Yay! Oh, yeah. So I was actually I was fairly useful. I was pleased about that. Oh, I would have been annoyed yes. if I didn't get basically exactly that. Uh. It cost <laughs> uh fifty rupees, but I was able to oh, able you to make, make that, that back. back yeah, easily in there. Just enemy drops. And, so um, yeah, because this game doesn't have like heart pieces. No, nope. The, the DS ones don't have heart pieces. This Too is where they're hiding. The heart pieces, because well, there are I, I, I also stumbled many. across one in a shop, uh, which I couldn't afford. Someone selling one, some for two thousand rupees. Yeah, come on. Yeah, I saw that one. I just, uh, I'm, I'm, but a mere. I wait for a flash sale. Yeah, <laughs> I signed up to their newsletter. I'm sure they'll let me know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, gonna, that reminds I'm me. I'm going to wait for it to fall off of a train. Yeah. If you're looking to make some money, do you remember those postcards I talked about uh, last week that yeah, I, I bought I, and I sent bought off? some of those. Yeah, yeah. not a good I way of making out. money. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I sent <Okay. laughs> I sent 10 out, and I got a red, one red rupee back. Uh, that mm. was it. So I, I'm down 80 rupees, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So maybe, here's here's maybe the thing. Maybe ten's not uh, maybe ten's not the number. Maybe uh, twenty is the number. Here, <laughs> here's something. It, it it said that it said that I came third in the in the prize draw. So I don't uh, know whether or not there's a heart piece if you get first prize and it's just a, I, a lottery. I, I assume it's just cash. No, no, no. Okay. Here, here's here's the thing. Okay. So this is actually kind of interesting. The way this ticket system works is you can do 20 a day now that's a day in real time in real life because this keeps track of your days or what day it oh is. okay and so you can do 20 a day and then the prizes change every day and you can figure out what the prizes are 
by going into, I believe, uh, Castletown has one in the front. There's a like a one of those signposts. Mm-hmm. You can go up there, and it'll say like, "What are some things? What what do you want to know about?" And you can say prizes. Yeah, it'll tell you what the prizes are for that day. For me, uh, when I was playing yesterday, uh, the top prize was a golden train piece. Oh, so what that I could have. Uh, you can customize your train later, oh, and right. gold is the highest one. Yeah, if you get the, if you have all gold, you, that's like the max hearts for your train. So at least there's a way uh, for you to uh, earn cool. uh, train parts without having to s- uh, trade hours, with like... your friends, like in Phantom Hourglass, which you know yep. is obsolete pretty much at this point. Mm. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, but yeah, uh, Brian, go go do that. Go get yourself a heart container. Okay. Uh, so yeah, uh, if, if you go find Alfonso, he basically is just like, yeah, I'm feeling better. Uh, what's going on? What's happened since I'm I've been bad. out? I feel, I feel real bad. I, you know, I lost to that claw handed guy. I failed the princess. How can I help? And then he's just sort of like, so what's happened since I've been out? And you basically <laughs> say, well, Zelda's a ghost and she's following me around now. And the spirit temple has been uh, hacked into pieces and we're going to go and find these ancient sages and they're going to bring it all back together. And he he says something along the lines of, uh, normally I wouldn't believe you, but I'm just going to go along with what you're saying. Right yeah. Now. <laughs> yeah. What was that? I thought that was pretty great. So he goes and says, uh, I've got, I've got an idea of something we can do. We got to go back home. So we go back to Aboda Village, our mm-hmm. home. So, um, so our we got wrecked by some boars earlier, and yes. and, and her mm-hmm. answer was like, "Let's go find Alfonso." Yeah, and his solution it, it, it towns, for not being right able here. to yeah, <laughs> his solution for 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 trying to find a way of being safer in the train was to take a really long train journey. Uh, let's, uh, let's head across half the map. Yeah, um, and uh, get me home. Yeah, yeah. Fortunately, <laughs> it was a bore-free trip for me. Mm, yeah, good. Uh, we we get all the way back there, and when we get there, he's like, "All right, I'm gonna do something. Uh, this is probably gonna take a while. Why don't you go and talk to um old Nico?" Yeah, and this is where if you go to old Nico, he's just sort of like, "Hey, how's everything going? Oh, why are you wearing those clothes? It reminds me of somebody I knew long, long ago." <laughs> Yeah, fortunately he just leaves it at that because it's just like yeah Yeah. we know dude all right (laughs) we don't need the explanation we're neo we get it (laughs) um and he says uh you know oh i wish i could go on travels like i could when i was younger we used to be on we used to go all around the sea on boats and everything what are boats don't worry about it um (laughs) they're like trains on the water um, and, Where do you uh, think all the trains came from? We came from the water, okay? Uh, and then the boats crawled out of the water onto dry land, and they still he, laid uh, their boat eggs in the water for you know, millions of years. But eventually, uh, <laughs> boat eggs. You see, when a when a when a boatman loves a boat, <laughs> hey. <laughs> they must they must produce a boat how's it going jonathan we have we haven't heard your hey um uh, so we uh that that's a famous boat pickup line oh it works every time (laughs) hey um 
Anyway, uh, Nico talks about how he wishes he could travel around like that, and he asks us for a favor, and he gives us his, his stamp book, and he's just like, can you just, you know, let me know all the places you've gone to so at least I can pretend. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, now we have the ability to use those stamp things. It was a weird order that we saw these stampers beforehand, and they mm-hmm. were like, oh, this is to stamp mm. things, but you can't do it's that like, right now. And it's I just like, like why is he even here? Yeah. I was like, Nico, we were roommates. We lived together. I could have used the stamp book a lot earlier, buddy. <laughs> I've been places since <laughs> since this have adventure we, began. I mean, have we though? Like, I I'm always under the impression probably that missed like five like, of five or six of them. You know, places I don't necessarily want to go back to for whatever reason, or don't necessarily have a reason to go back to. Yeah, it's not like he's. Oh, he's, you mean mm. that? I I was thinking more of like an actual lore kind of thing, that like in re- like in in real. F- fake virtual life in this thing oh no like, no may i'm just have like, never left his town like you could have given this to me like two hours ago man like <laughs> i've beaten a dungeon i've seen some hidden in a dungeon somewhere i'm done yeah, yeah i'm done with this this quadrant of the map for the most part it's not I like it's quick run. and easy to get around is it it's a yeah. flipping hassle yeah maybe, maybe if i'm you know out uh running lumber for the guys in whittleton or something like that like I'll I'll stumble upon it, but you, you know, mm. you know, come on, come on, yeah. buddy. You should get. Uh, we live together. Well, you could have given me your stamp book you earlier. The, have you seen the price of train tickets, Nico? Like seriously, yeah. <laughs> come on, man. Oh, oh, if you happen to be getting a, oh. do you know how much train food costs these days? <laughs> I did not think this would be so triggering. <laughs> supply chain. God. We are the supply chain. We think. need the food from the supply chain to make our train supply chain go. Coal is a fossil fuel, Nico. Yeah. Yeah. Trains find it delicious. <laughs> so after we lay into Nico, uh, we we go back up to our train, and Alfonso is just like, all right, look what I did. I put a gun on our train. I, I gave you a new train part. Your train uh, does get longer, which I like. I like that there's more train now. It's really great. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for the boomerang add-on for the train. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would love it if every item you got came with a train version. Some of them do, but some of them don't. You know, that's always so the, cool. the thing. I mean, I still that's, wouldn't that's want a full train blower, but um, <laughs> I want the hook. I want the hook shot for the train. That'd be great. Where you hook onto a thing and it pulls the train off the tracks. It just goes <laughs> flying through the air. That'd be great. I'd love I that. I want to be on those tracks over there. That, but... That's the uh, that's the weird thing about like this era of of Zelda games is is and going back to our our little leaf blower buddy, um, like. You never know where your your Zelda items are going to come from, mm. yeah. And and especially with these, uh, you know, cell shaded Toon Link Zelda games, uh, like you could just get bombs from a weird offshoot uh, mission or something, and or buy it mm. out in the overworld. Yeah, you know, you know, you have to do something, and now they're available to buy. You know, or then you get your bomb bag or whatever. Um, it, and it's not like in a place, in a dungeon, part of a sequence. So you just, you never know when you're going to get these items. So it, they're unpredictable. It's kind of weird. And we only really, the thing is, we can shoot bombs out of our train. Yeah. We don't have a bomb bag. We can't no. use bombs while we're on foot. So that's, it's still just sort of like a half measure bomb. Like, like and, here you go. Yeah. And, 
I don't know. <laughs> we tried it, to it give is... these to you later, but uh, we really need to give them to you now. And so we're just going to sort of give them to you now because there's a rock on the tracks. I mean, ahead, it, you know, it's, it's about getting the priorities right for the bombs because it's like, do you need bombs to save this world or do you need bombs to kill some bunnies? Mm hmm. We'll go with Kill the bunny. Killing the bunnies. <laughs> and deliver, deliver wooden goods. Yeah. <laughs> we, like, I do love Alfonso's response of just being like, oh, some boars attacked the train? Have you tried blowing them up? <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I tried to honk in my horn and that made him more mad. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, it did mention that we do find this area, the Rabbit Land Rescue. Mm. Uh, which again, yep. this is this was one of these moments where I'm just like, this is getting this is weird Zelda. Mm-hmm. I love this. This is my favorite Zelda is when it's weird Zelda, and we see a new little guy. Um, was it, was he actually a bunny or was he wearing a bunny mask? Oh no, he bunny, was, he's yeah. wearing a bunny mask. Oh. He's a, <laughs> That's weird. He's That's in weird a, then. <laughs> a suit, if you will. Yeah, it's weird. Like, there's a lot about this game that I absolutely don't remember at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but as soon as I saw a bunny pop out from behind a rock, I was just like, oh, oh, oh that was yeah. a thing. Those oh. those darn bunnies. I forgot about the, the mm. bun buns. Yeah, I've, I started putting carrots on my map uh, not too long ago, <laughs> you know, making marking spots where they are because I'm like, yeah. I'm going to have to come back and get you. Did, did I same. know I will. <laughs> so His name is Bunny-O. Bunny-O. It's on the nose, isn't it? it is. <laughs> sure, but that's fine. Uh, he basically talks about like, oh, this is where I keep all the bunnies and you can cuddle them. But if you are not committed to cuddling them, these bunnies will rip you apart. Uh, <laughs> he gives you this warning of like, you can play with the bunnies, but you have to be you have here to, to play with them. Yeah, and... well, you have to and you have to provide your own bunnies to frolic with. You yeah, can't that's just... weird, what isn't it? What... What sort of bunny reserve is this? Frolics with bunnies someone else caught. Yeah. I mean, I mean, do, I you, mean ever, do really? you ever go on safari and they're like, uh, did you bring your own lion? Um, Where is the... Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. um, otherwise... you providing your yeah. own wildlife today? Well, we do have a rental um, that you can he, use. He gets, to, he gets to frolic with other people's bunnies. He's like, hey, we're, we're here to take care of them. And you know, yeah. play with them when you're not here to play with them. And I'm like, well, why? Why do you get? Why are you the exception? I mean, he, he changed his name to Bunnyo by Deepole. As it probably came with a few perks, didn't it? It's not his real name. <laughs> uh, he gives us a net, and with the net, we can then blow up the rock that the bunnies are standing on, and immediately <laughs> starts a mini game where we have to then capture the bunnies. And then whenever we do that, they're going to go go back to this bunny sanctuary. And then we can come back. And if we get enough, he'll give us prizes. I, did, I just, I can imagine the, um, the, 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 the people making this game being like, we, we want to give them the bombs later. We want to give them the bombs later. And then Miyamoto comes in like, um, uh, the, the guy at Kayati Mundi or the guy on the Jedi council. He's like, well, what about the the bunnies? <laughs> like the whole game has to change. Like, okay, we're gonna. I will right, introduce the bunny farm net and the bombs. Just one two punch, and then they can go to the snow. Okay, all right. We'll I'll, just do it early. We'll just do it early for that. It's no. I like the idea. It's not. What about the bunnies? It's what about Bunnyo? I drew Bunnyo. <laughs> it's just like he's on the board. Yeah, he needs to go in the game. Remember like, well, Bunnyo? Bunnyo do or like. <laughs> 
Oh, Bunny-O. Uh, bunnies, actually. Bunnies, uh, yeah. He collects mm. bunnies for we you. We talked about this. Yeah, obviously they weren't content with crowbarring about 100 bunnies into Super Mario 64 um, <laughs> when they when it, that came out on the DS. That was that was riddled. Oh, yeah, them. there are a lot more. They're, they're, yeah. They, yeah. They were, they got, oh, they were busy. In the, everywhere. Years. Yeah. Uh, but after we do all this, we blow up this rock that's in the way of the, the track. Uh, we, we go into this new snowy area. Uh, music changes, unfortunately. It's not as good as the overworld music from the last area. Uh, but we do get evil snowmen attacking us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Again, very Mario um, 64. Yeah, kind of. Um, Did I miss this? I missed the evil snowmen. I guess they're all you over can't the place, have done man. That. Yeah, they're everywhere. They throw their heads at you. No, because yes. <laughs> I wasn't. Uh... Oh wait, wait. Okay, no, 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 no. Okay, no, no, no. Oh, right, those snowmen. Sorry, sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> at the at the beginning, but but I don't think I got hit by them till later. I don't think I I ran into one of these. Uh, when we get uh, into this new area, they we do get to see one of these. Um, uh, what do you call it? There, there's an archway over. One of yes, them. the warp. And if you, yeah, spots. if you, if you hit uh. it, this like ancient archway, you're like, I'm gonna shoot a bomb at it, <laughs> and that's it how you that'll activate work. it. Oh, I didn't work. do that. Up. Yeah, shoot a bomb at it, and that'll that'll turn it on. And then if you uh, pull your horn as you're getting near it, it opens up in like a very satisfying way. It really is almost like a one-for-one thing where as you're pulling it, the thing opens up and you have to keep doing it to keep it going. Um, That'll warp you. Yeah, that'll warp you back to the first area, which unfortunately when you first do that, it's just like, I don't have anything to do in here right now. (laughs) I just need to go back again. It just drops you there. Also, my health's not doing so great. Um, and you just drop me in the middle of, uh, this area where I don't know where the trains are. I don't have a plan for this. Uh, can you just get me out of here, please? There were no bad trains where I was a minute ago. Yeah. Uh, but really the only thing we can do right now is make a stop at the Anuki village. Um, now in the last game we thought the Anukis were going to be more interesting than they actually were. Mm. It turns out they're just I don't they know, were, they're they were interesting for sad sociological reasons. Mm. <laughs> yeah, this one we get into there. I mean, we can just get through it real quick. We get into there, we talk to their chief um, and he basically says, like, yeah, I'll help you, but you got to solve this mini game for me. Another Professor Professor Layton puzzle. It really is, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah. You talk to each of them, and they will tell you who they don't like, and you need to pair them up. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's just, it. It's weird, isn't it? I mean, it's, yeah, it, it's a simple puzzle. It, it, it took, if you didn't have to go in and out of houses while talking to them, I mean, it's just, it. <sighs> I mean, it makes it really nice that they have everyone's kind of uh, icon of their me. Oh, thank God they've got that. Yeah. And so you don't have to, like, okay, I have to write down, like, color of shirt and facial hair and horn size or whatever. I I didn't write, yeah, I didn't write down their names. I I, I drew different patterned lines between them so then I I could, like, whittle it out. Um, But then when when I came 
back I thought oh god if he asked me to pair them up by what their names are I'm going to have to go back and write down what all their <laughs> names are because I didn't, didn't they're all called Yuri and Kuri and Dilly and Killy and Philly yeah and, right you know it's, um, it's, it is Yiko, Honcho, Kofu, <laughs> Yefu, Noko and Bulu but you don't need to know their names no you don't it doesn't even matter it highlighted <laughs> it shows their names. you a map yeah, it just shows you a map of their face, and you have to write the symbol. The color and the length of their horns. It's yes. facial hair. Yeah, the yeah, only thing. Sort of thing. Oh, yeah. Imagine like living on an island with five other people and being racist. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, they they no longer have another race on the other side of their island to be racist against. Well, they, sorry, is... sorry, hornist or whatever you want to call right. it. Right. Like, they they hate each oh, other for all different things, like some sort of elitism. So yes, yeah. I mean, because I because yeah. I got into this town after the wild ride that was the Anuki town in Phantom Hourglass, and I was just like, "All right, fresh start, blank slate, you know, clean slate. This is a whole new game civilization. There's train tracks everywhere." What do you got, Anuki Town? And I walked up. The first one was like, we used to live on this ice island, but then we got out of there because it was lame. And it was like, oh, no, it's you guys again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's just the same family of people. Yeah. So uh, we go and help them. They help us. They open up the cave. And then, we'll, then when we go in the cave, we get a moment I loved where we get chased down in this dark cavern Ooh. by a rock tight. Yeah, that's cool. And it is cool. this big creature with an eyeball in its mouth chasing us. And you can only, you always see the eyeball first in the darkness. Yeah. And it just starts to creep around in there. And it's great. Like, that was, was a nice like, touch. This is creepy. Yeah. This is awesome. I love it. Um, you have to There's hit him so many times. There's just something so much better about the, the train mm. over the boat. There's much more and, sense of momentum, isn't there? You, you and, know, and, you, sense of speed but, and yeah, but, but not well, with just the, the with the boat. Like, we know. had to we had to create the outline yeah. that we were doing it, and it was never smooth. This right. one, we're on a straightforward track. Yeah. It might turn. It it we don't have to worry about did we mark the thing correctly, and then the boat is going to go in weird directions. It's going on a straight path. We can mm. keep facing one direction. It's easy. It's great. And, 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 you know, I mean, there's still silly crap in our way. So it, it's not that. It's not that there's like less of that to do or, you know, whatever. I don't know. Is it just the horn? Is it just horn bonus? Is that <laughs> yeah, what it we'll is? Go with the horn. Because yeah. I'm just like, you know, looking around, bombing rocks, looking for bunnies, shooting bad guys, laying on the horn when I'm not doing anything and just having the best time. When, when I would hit the crab creature with the eyeball in its mouth. Uh, when it would, when I would hit it for the last time, when it would fall down and crumple and, and disappear, just woo woo, 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 until I see the eyeball again, and then all right, let's start shooting them. That, that's that's my cycle. Uh, we get, we get through all of that, and then uh, we we end up on like the the area to see the sage. Just before we get into there, we do get another puzzle. And again, they're mixing it up. Like, this is what I like is that they're they're drastically changing, like, what these dual screen drawing puzzles are going to be. In this one, you hit a switch, and then it says, don't be seen. Uh, and so you have these statues that are all facing different directions. And so I went through and looked at them and drew the lines that they were, you know, looking at. And then was just like, 
okay, yeah, I know now I figured it out. I can go ahead and just go through all of it this way here. And I just basically made a wall. So when I hit the switch, I just went through there real quick. And I was like, that was a satisfying puzzle for me. Mm. Yeah, I, I think um, there's there's plenty of puzzles like this and, and things uh, in, in Phantom Hourglass. Um, but they're all on these, like, big islands that that take uh, a lot of your time when you go there. And, you know, with this, it seems like they're these little bite-sized areas. You're in, you're out. You're, you're, we're only here to talk to one guy. And so we need to get into his room. And to do that, we do this quick puzzle. Um, and it's, you know, it's satisfying puzzle. It's, it's not asking too much craziness from us. It's not like we're, we're in a dungeon and we can just see everything. It's just one puzzle. I'm like, you know, hey, it's fun. That's a fun puzzle. I'm done with it. Let's move on. I did accidentally keep uh, activating my windblower here, like I was saying. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, it's fine. It's just something better about the setting. I don't know what it is, man. So we talked to the new Sage. His name is Steam. We play a song with him. And then he that opens up a new path for us to go down. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's not anything like we go through here. If you turn down this one area, it turns out it's a lost woods style map where if you go the wrong way, mm-hmm. the snowstorm takes you out. Right. There's an area to go to where we can find a, um, it's actually interesting cause it's a more modern, uh, like Antarctic, um, house, you know, like, like researchers yeah. would use down in Antarctica. Um, and yeah, you go into like there, a, like an office uh, that you would see on like a construction site or something. Yeah, yeah, like just a pod that was that's fitted for someone to work out of. And uh, if you go in there, you'll find a, a a little map where they mark a couple spots. You go there. That's over on the right side. If you go there, there's like one of three spots that this guy's hanging out at. Mm-hmm. It, he's taking pictures of stuff. If you stop yeah. in front of him, he'll basically say like. Oh, I've heard about you. I'm a I'm a big fan of yours. You, uh, you got to ride past him a few times and be like, "Ooh," you know, <laughs> pose for him. But he basically says like, "Oh, what are you doing?" You're, and if you say like, "Oh, I'm looking for the temple," and he's like, "Oh, here, I have this old map. Uh, <laughs> there you it's go. Got a bunch of dust on it." <laughs> I'm really into train. He knows the train that we're on. He, he's just taking pictures. Yeah, of us, he so knows he, it's the spirit train. He know, like, yeah, he knows yeah. All he's of like, "Ooh, this is this is like a a train hobbyist guy." Um, I made the joke that, uh, I like when I said, Hey, I'm going to go, you know, in the, in the voice channel on the discord. And, uh, you know, if anybody wants to hang out with me while I play with my trains, I guess you can. <laughs> and then, and then kind of made an addendum to that afterward of being like, is, you know, playing with your trains is that like even really a, like, a, like a thing that people would know what you mean? If you, does that come across anymore? That used to be like. Like the ultimate ho- of hobbyists, like yeah. the ultimate level of Compared that guy. Trains. Yeah, he just I plays went, with his trains in his basement. I went to a event at one of our museums just this year for Christmas trains, Brian. So uh-huh. <laughs> you might want to take back what you're saying about no, that no, being no, no, no. niche. Like, like, <laughs> I am. I am appreciative of of uh what it takes to do one of those giant model train things but like the 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 euphemism for the guy who's just like yeah he you know he works 40 hours and then like just spends his weekends in his basement playing with his trains he goes out to his little 
buys his fuses and wires and fixes his trains and gets We've everything just... set up. Because video, I don't know if you know this, video games come from model railroad clubs. So uh, <laughs> trains are important. I'm just saying that that guy who plays with his trains. I don't know. We, we have diversified. <laughs> We've diversified. Now you can just, you know, it started with like Gundams and now you have all these other versions and mm-hmm. there's, there's just, there's plenty of things like that. Yeah. You know? I just, anyway. Yeah. Uh, I don't think people yeah. would get that anymore. That's like a thing that our parents said about people. So, uh, he gives us the map that tells us the the path to go. You go down that path, and that takes us into the dungeon. Uh, it's, it's just sort of a, a straight shot into there. Not necessarily that's, a straight that's shot. That's it. Yeah. Kind of goes in different directions. Uh, but that is where we are going to wrap up this episode. Uh, we've got a dungeon to beat for the next episode. So go do all that. Get a cool new item. Maybe find some collectibles, some extra hearts, get some stamps for Nico. I'm sure he would appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Uh, do all that, and we'll be back here and talk about it on Channel of the Wild.